You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. If you want to go on a journey, if you're skeptical, don't worry. Not here to preach, gonna keep it clean and talk miracles. Where faith meets laws of nature, get in touch with your creator. With a bacon love and jewel. What's that got to do with it? What's that got to do with it? There's no separation when we're talking transformation. What's that got to do with it? Well, hello and welcome back to What's God Got to Do With It? I'm here with the amazing <laughs> Rachel Joy. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so just grateful to be here. And we were just chatting before we started recording. And we uh, I'm just so excited for you all to hear her story, her testimony, what's made her who she is. So this is part one of our interview. Um, but we're going to go ahead and dive on in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, first of all, for those who, who've never met you, just, you know, share a little bit really about who you are. But I know you've been on podcasts, you've been speaking forever. That's yep. always the question. Tell us your story. But really, what I want to know is like, what's made you who you are? You know, maybe a few different experiences, realizations, awarenesses, things along your journey that have made you who you are, because you are such an extraordinary woman. You are a stand for possibility for, for other people to step into. You have made such an impact on so many other people's lives, but it really started with your own journey. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into how you've impacted people yeah. on part two, but yeah. really, you know, just share us who, who is Rachel Joy and what's yeah. made you into who you are. You know, I think we are all our little eight-year-old selves walking around. That's all all of us are, you know, and and, uh, a psychologist gave me that tip a while back, and it really helped me to see people for who they are, especially grumpy, mean. You know, I I tell people all the time, the prickly ones need love the most. And sometimes when I'm prickly, it means I need the love the most. And so inside of here is a little eight-year-old girl that is creative and joyful and loving with a humongous heart. I can already feel I'm going to cry and uh, tears of joy, my grandmother would call them. And I'm somebody who's endured more in my life than a lot of people could ever fathom. 
And I've also been to the tip top of the mountains in terms of accomplishing things for women, for little girls, for big girls in the broadcasting world and doing all of those things. But it's really not those things that define me. I think it's the loss. I've been through addiction. I've been through abuse. I've lost both my parents. I've been through a lot. And I I teach people this. You have two choices, bitter or better. Mm. And that's really it. I remember after my mom passed away of cancer, there was a point in time I was speaking on this the other day where other people's I would see other people's moms beat cancer and I would I was mad I was jealous I was bitter and I said why why didn't my mom beat it you know why didn't my mom beat it and I I recognized you know God had to talk with me I had to talk with myself in the mirror and it's like this is not you Rachel you know this is not who you are by your nature this is not God's heart for you and God living within you And I worked on that and I got on my knees and I got in my war room, my prayer closet and and talked to God about that. So, you know, for me, I am not, uh, it's such a great question to start off with because I am not defined by all the successes. I'm really, I I teach people this all the time. You learn so much more about yourself face down in the mud than you ever do from the mountaintop. That is where my character was built, defined, grown. And that's how I figured out who I really am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take us in the mud if you don't mind. Like what was, what's your mud story? What do you think? I know, and I I truly agree with that, that we learn so much more from our messes than we do from all of the high peaks of our mountaintops, right? So share with us, because I know that's a big part of it, and that bitter versus better. I mean, what a distinction that people need to hear, because I think we can all fall into that kind of victim to our circumstances kind of mentality, and it's sneaky. It's insidious. We don't even realize we're in it, you know? And if we we ask ourselves, like, no, I'm not a victim, but we end up in it. So, I mean, and like you said, you, I mean, of all the things that have happened to you, you could have easily fallen into that trap. So show, what was some of your mud that made you into who you you are today. I think the big mud that I've recently only started talking about in the past couple of years is in my 20s, I uh, started out partying and and just having fun and and did some cocaine and you know wasn't a big deal and then all of a sudden you know before I knew it I look up it's eight and a half years later and I'm selling it to support my habit and I am a a budding sportscaster by day and I am a drug addict by night and and that's when I really knew I had been saved when I was in my teens and grown up in a in my mom the most beautiful thing that she showed me was hey, when you mess up, you run towards God, not away from him. And that woman chased the hem of the garment like with a fervor that scared hell. And that's in that way, I'm very much like her. We're a lot alike in a lot of ways, but that happened. And in my iniquity, he never stopped chasing me. There was one particular morning that I woke up and, you know, trying to go to work, been up partying till like four or five in the morning. And I tell you, I I know this like I know the sun's going to rise tomorrow. I saw a vision of of God, of Jesus in the corner of the room, and he had a look on his face like, I'm sad. It wasn't I'm mad at you. It was that I created, created you for more than this. And so that was happening, okay? And fast forward more than several years, and I had a sports agent. Ten years ago, I'd begun speaking in a halfway house, a Christian halfway house in Birmingham, Alabama called The Love Lady. And... It's phenomenal. I go twice a year. I mean, these girls are dancing. They're off the chain. They're coming out of prostitution, drugs, jail, abandonment, three levels. It used to be a hospital. They are whoop, whoop, you know, like, I mean, they're on fire, right? And raw. 
it was like one of the first years that I went and he told me, found out about it. He said, don't you ever talk about that outside of that church. Don't talk about it on social media. Don't do anything. He said, it will hinder your your ability to get hired because at that time I was a sportscaster and soon to be a national sportscaster. And what he did now that I did not understand then was he unknowingly attached shame to my story. And I want to tell anybody who's listening to this podcast, you listen to my podcast. And one of the things I do every time is invite you into my story. Like where, where are you in this story? This is not about you listening to my stories. And I'm sure you do the same thing. Like where do you see yourself in the story? So for those that are listening right now, hit pause and, 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 and maybe even write it down in a journal, but think where in your life is somebody unknowingly attached shame to your story and shake it off, sister, shake it off, brother, because that's not your shame to carry. And that is not what God intended for us. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things that came to mind is you were talking about how you were this budding sportscaster by day and a drug addict by night was the kind of cloak of imposter syndrome. And that's its own shame blanket that weighs heavy on us. But then you have this added layer of you're going and trying to share and help people relinquish themselves of their shame. Mm -hmm. And you had another Another layer of shame placed upon you yep. that created probably a little bit of a conflict or not probably a big conflict of yeah. like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to share this message, but I feel like I'm being quieted, almost like there's, I, I should have shame about my shame. So it what was levels it? of shame. Yeah. So share a little bit, if you don't mind, yeah. just what was it like in the day to day of feeling like you were kind of living a double life and having to kind of skate around oh. playing roles? It was, it was exhausting. I was skinny. I was manipulative. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day.
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What was it like in the day-to-day of feeling like you were kind of living a double life and having to kind of skate around oh, playing roles? It was it was exhausting. I was skinny. I was manipulative. I'm alive because of the prayers of my mom and grandmother, which, you know, people ask me, how do you deal with such profound amounts of grief? Because I've had a lot of loss, and I say, I'll see them again. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the simple answer. I'll see them again. Every day that I live is one day closer to being reunited with them in eternity. And they knew something was wrong with me. They couldn't figure out what, but they just kept praying for me and praying for me and praying for me. And so around 29, I think it was around 29, it's insane. And it's in the book. And we'll talk about the book later, but God was setting it all up. So God kept calling to me, calling to me, calling to me in this iniquity. And around the same time, my mom had started to go to a new church. And it was called King's Pasture. Well, I was trying to do a new reel for sports casting. And so I needed some stories to do a reel on. Well, the pastor's son had been diagnosed with cancer. It was a glioblastoma at like age 14. So I went to his house and did a story with the pastor, his wife, and put this on my reel. Well, because of that, the pastor invited me to church. My mom had been trying to get me to come back to church this entire time. So that coupled with God speaking to me each and every day and just having this pit in my stomach of I'm tired of living double life. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of lying. I'm tired of all these things. I don't want to do this anymore. And it led to a moment where I was at a party and I I, I did the drug for the last time. And as soon as it went up my nose, I began to weep. And I heard God say, your body is not your own anymore. And one of my friends, I I told him this story recently. It's crazy. He had no idea. He ushered me into a a bedroom, got everybody out of there because there was a bunch of people partying at this house. And I had my two labs with me. And he he was like, you know, you stay here, rest. And so I slept. And the next morning was Sunday. And I could not wait to get to that church. And so I got up to get a shower and everybody, it was me normally, everybody was still up partying. They hadn't slept yet. And I got a shower and I can't tell you, I've never driven so fast somewhere. I was up on two wheels trying to get to that church. And I got that church. I laid my head on the altar and I said, thank you God for saving me. He supernaturally delivered me from the desire for cocaine and I never looked back. So it was not long after that where I I was asked to go into the love lady and start speaking. And here I am. I feel so good about sharing that God has saved me. God has got me clean. And as you mentioned, I have this agent now saying, don't share that. Don't share that. Don't share So I never shared it. Fast forward to two years ago, a year ago, I went to my husband and I said, because I was working, I had met some people in a prison ministry. And I said, 
honey, I need to start talking about this part of my story. And I said, but I'm married to you now, and you are my king, my leader, my everything. And I said, I need your blessing. And he said, you have my blessing. And I was like, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, he could have attached his shame to me. He didn't, he could have, you know, he could have been like, I really don't want my wife talking about that. I'm in this industry and that industry. And it allowed me to sit down with my kids and tell them, I remember sitting down, she was 15, 14 at the time. And I said, you know, to my do- my bonus daughter, I said, I want to tell you what I was and what, you know, what happened and what God did for me. And she was like, you know, Rachel, my Rachel, you know, I love you. And I never would have known that, but I'm proud of you. So it allowed her to start having conversations with her friends about addiction and drugs. Wow. Oh insane. my gosh. Yeah. It, it, this, it created such a clearing yeah. for so much, yeah. you know, connection on the other side of it. So it's interesting interesting because obviously you know the the cocaine was holding some sort it was some sort of idol in your life it was filling some sort of void that would have never been filled but then you know chasing the dream of sports casting like you reached a really high mountain on that yeah. side of it too talk to us a little bit about your world of you know kind of chasing the mountaintops what did you learn from that what was it what was it not yeah um, and where was God's hand in all of that he had his hand on me, and that's what I want to tell anybody, again, that's listening, that's like, feels like God's far away. I heard somebody say this. It was so good. When you feel God's far away, it's not him that's moved. It's you. You know, he never abandoned me. He was always walking with me. He was always leading, guiding me. And I look back at my career that it's like crazy and prophetic and like all the steps and the and the other thing is, is that people think that success looks like this beautiful path up the mountain. No, it's really like, you know, if you could see my hands right now, right. it wasn't easy. And there was a lot of setbacks, but I was very fortunate having gone through the addiction and those lows and being saved and being so grateful to God. I was very grateful that I was grounded, that the highs weren't too highs and the lows weren't too lows. You know, people talked about me on message boards or social media, I hate her voice or this, you know, it was like, I I knew just stay when the good days come, don't get too high. And when the bad days come, don't get too low. Just, and then I began to coach other young female sportscasters because I didn't have a female mentor. And so I ended up coaching 40 young women in about seven years. And Many of them are very successful to this day, and you know they're like little sisters to me. So it was it was amazing. And then, just a few years before I retired, I became the first female host on SiriusXM on their collegiate channels. Amazing! You cannot, you myself, anybody else, we can't put our identity or our faith inside of what we do. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I know also like how you were experiencing the sports world was kind of an awakening too of how, you know, women's experiences were or the the narrative within Mm -hmm. within it um, was a big catalyst for what you're doing now. What did you discover? There was obviously some sort of disconnect and what, like, how did you, how did you handle that when it came about? Because obviously you'd worked so hard to to climb this ladder and then you're there and it's like, wait a minute, I feel out of alignment. What do you do with that? Because it takes a lot of courage to step away from that and to speak up in that. And you did all of those things. So can you share a little bit about that experience? I certainly wasn't the first woman. There's lots of trailblazers and women before me, but I did do a lot of things first, you know, like I said, it's serious and hosted the first ever college football playoff. 
and, you know, vote for the Heisman. There's 870 people in the world that vote for it. You know, very few women, you know, those types of things. But then there were still those moments where, where, you know, I was told you'll never get this because you're a woman. You know, you'll never get that role because you're a woman. And it's just still blatant sexism and, you know, and discrimination within the, you know, within the sports world. It just made me, it's the type of person I am. Like, I don't wither, you know, like you tell me no, I'll find a way, you know. And I always tell people, I say, no is not a no unless it's in dating. And then that's a hard no, because yeah. we don't want to stalk anybody. <laughs> right. I was like, but no, it's oftentimes just an invitation to step back, reframe, learn some more, go another direction, come at it a different way. Maybe it wasn't the proper timing. And so I maybe went just through a all not the, now. Maybe, maybe yeah. just a not now. Maybe it's a, and I've had deals, things, relationships, opportunities come back a year later, mm-hmm. come back two years later. It just wasn't the time, you know? And I, again, speaking to so many college age, now high school, now Kate, I'm like, but in dating, a no is a hard no. Yeah, no, right, like, exactly. That's a hard no. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't we don't settle for crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we want the whole cake. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So was there kind of like a enough is enough point for you where you had to speak up and you couldn't and you didn't want to kind of stand by any longer? Or what? How did that appear for you? Or was that a whisper from God? Did you have a moment? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. 
Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Was there kind of like a enough is enough point for you where you had to speak up and you couldn't and you didn't want to kind of stand by any longer? Or what? how did that appear for you? Or was that a whisper from God? Did you have a moment? There was a situation, and I talk about it now, where I myself, there was a boss at a large corporation that was not treating me well, had made some inappropriate, had some inappropriate behavior. And then I found out that he was doing it to other women. And I went to three of my male mentors in the sports casting business, and this was before me too. And they said, Rachel, and they were crying when they told me this, but they said, you can blow the whistle. But if you blow the whistle, you'll probably never work in sports again. Mm-hmm. And I made that decision. And the I was just talking to somebody about this. That exp- I just saw her the other day, and she worked for this person too. And and we were talking about how sad that was because they, we found out there were multiple women. The only thing I would have done differently is I would have gone through with it, even if I wasn't going to work again, because the thing that makes me the saddest is I don't know how much longer he worked at that company and did it to other women. And so I try not to live with regrets. I try to live my life in that way. And then when something does bother me, I pray about it. I try not to stay there. But if I could have done one thing differently, it would have been hold that person accountable so that he could not have done that again. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've, we're always just doing the best we can with yeah. what we've got. And it's such a, you know, these impossible situations. And it's definitely informing the work that you're doing now, yeah. which we're going to talk about in part two. But I'd love to just kind of come back to, you know, obviously your upbringing and then getting into drugs and, and you know, trying to handle that within the career yeah. world. If for anybody who's listening, you know, and they're they are struggling and they feel like, you know, some sort whether it's drugs, whether it's, Food, you know, whether yeah, it's exactly, sex, whether it's porn, whether it's shopping. Right. Uh, you know, exactly. gambling. Yeah. For sure. It's all yeah. filling this void that will never be filled. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, like, what would you say to them? And like, how did you fill that void? Like, obviously, it's it's a God thing, right? But like, what was it if you were to put it in your words, right? This void that you were looking for, like now you you know that what you were looking for, then you were not finding in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. But like, what is that if you could put words around that? And for people that are searching for that, too, and they're like, oh, I'll never feel that or yeah. find that. So I know now for me is that uh, it started when I was a child. So let me tell you something. If you believe in the God of the universe or you believe there's something out there, you're wherever you are on your journey, right? If you believe there's a God of the universe, there is another force that wants to kill you, take you out. And has a big army too. Not as powerful as God's army and God wins in the end, but there's a devil. And I believe that the devil knew from a very young age what was going to happen in my life. And so I was born out of wedlock. I was a surprise. And um, once I found that out at 11 years old, they told me when I was younger, once I found out, re-found out, even though my parents told me I didn't really care. I was going and watching Smurfs. You know, I was like, okay, you're not my dad. Okay. And I refound out at 11, and none of my friends, none of my family ever used these words, but I started calling myself 
bastard and illegitimate. And I never told anybody that I was calling myself that. But I believe, again, as, as passionately and fiercely as I believe in anything, is that the devil imprinted those words on my little soul. And so I started to believe I was unlovable and unwanted and a bastard and illegitimate. And so I believe now that the the drugs and the partying and those things, I was trying to fill that hole that I say were the size of Texas. Yep with things and people and all of those things. And it was never going to fill the hole. And until God came in to repair my heart and look, and the other thing is, is I want to tell people, I try not to say I'm healed, you know, Woo, I'm healed. No, I'm healing. Always. We're always in a dot, state dot, dot. Yeah. of healing. Cause once you think you've like figured it out and learned it all and all that, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't it's, I don't say that. Yeah. And it's not for I can tell from you, it's not coming from some high mountain. You're no. literally trying to just like share and impress upon what you wish you knew and that and yes. the power that you have now from your experiences. And I love yes. that you mentioned that distinction because I think people do have this interpretation of healing that it's a one and done. You reach, you know, some <laughs> metaphorical, you know, mountain nope. and then you're done and then you're fixed and healed and air quotes, whatever, you know, fill in the yeah. blank, right? And it's not. And we we are constantly in a state of brokenness that, yeah. you know, and that's why we need God, yeah. you know, to come and, and show us who we are. And even when we think we have healed, there's, what do they say? Something else. New level, new there's devil, new, right? Yes, there's, yep. there's more. He's going to reveal another part. Absolutely. So, and, and the lessons are there. So I'll give you a perfect example, a great example. So I, I coach as well. On the side, I coach people, joy coaching. And this client says to me, I just love, I had spoken to their company and he said, I just, we're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. I just love how in touch with your emotions you are. Such control of your emotions. And I was like, wow, I put my hand over my heart. Thank you, I received that. And then the next day, something like bothered me and something you know, went wrong and I reacted. And I recognized I did not have control of my emotions and that was God telling me, Rachel, there's still more to yeah, work on. Work You've got, you have, you do have a mastery of your emotions, but you, there's still lots of work to be done. And I tell people this, for me, a king or a queen is somebody who knows better, so they do better. They lead, they serve, they give, but there are also no grass growing up underneath their feet, meaning I'm seeking, learning, growing, pushing. And the moment I get stagnant is the moment that somebody's going to pass me by or say, you know, you, you get my mommy say too big for your britches, you know, and I just I don't teach from that place. I also teach from a place writing, coaching, speaking. I teach from a place of imperfection. I cannot lay my head on the pillow at night and say, OK, I, I coach that person well when I just had a fight with my husband or what. And so I will. Because normally when I have a fight with my husband or something happens, what happens is God gets me in a moment and we have a moment of self-reflection and we go, how could we do that better? What trigger did he hit? How did you act in the ways that you didn't want to act? So what I do is I take that into everything that I do, speaking, coaching, writing books, and people go, wow, you're really vulnerable. And I said, yeah, I teach on this thing called radical vulnerability. I said, but it also, if I'm showing you where I failed, it'll help you not be ashamed of your failures and I don't have it all figured out. I've just got some stuff figured out that I think I could help you with, you know? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I love that concept of radical vulnerability because again, it's a way of giving people permission to relinquish their shame yeah. and not fall into the trap of trying yeah. to be, you know, a perfectionist and all of those things. And it's a beautiful place to come from. So yeah. I love it. Well, I am so excited for us to continue this on next week's episode where we're going to talk about, we've we heard all about how God saved you, how he revealed to you what needed to be healed, dot, 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 continually. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he continually healing. But now he is just using you. You have been an instrument to so many. First and foremost, you you got to soak up the goodness that he has, and now you are absolutely paying it forward. So we're going to get into that next week. In the meantime, where can people find you? Yes, they can go to rachelbarbeau.com. They can go to I'm the letter I, the letter M, changing the narrative.org. They can go to any of my socials. I'm I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all the things. And I love to connect with people. I love to hear from people. I am that person that reads their own messages. Yes. I answer my own emails. <laughs> Same. You know, I don't yes. have a gatekeeper yep. to get to me. And um, sometimes you have to email me a couple of times, yep. you know, but uh, but I do love hearing from people. Absolutely. I love it. Well, yeah. we will link all of that in the show notes. Thank you yeah. for being here. We will be back for more What's God Got to Do With It? next time. Bye. There you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Acting As If. And don't forget that all the resources mentioned in this episode can be found over at leannellington.com slash acting as if. And we'll be back with more What's God Got to Do With It? But in the meantime, I would love to hear from you. So tell me about where you are in your story. You know, what questions you have? Where do you feel like you need clarity or wisdom in your own journey? I definitely want to hear from you. So head on over to whatsgodgottodowithit.com and scroll down to the forum to share your thoughts, questions, or feedback instantly. That's whatsgodgottodowithit.com. And if you like this podcast and want to hear more, follow, like, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to get your weekly dose of What's God Got to Do With It. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And while you're there, be sure to rate and review to show your support. It really means so much. What's God Got to Do With It is an iHeartRadio podcast on the Amy Brown Podcast Network. It's written and hosted by me, Leanne Ellington. Executive produced by Elizabeth Fazio. Post-production and editing by Houston Tilly. And original music written by Cheryl Stark and produced by Adam Stark. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.